Paramila, good evening and welcome. Good evening and good evening to your listeners and thank you for having me on your show. Gapilega, comrade. How gapilega, wena? Ish, ish, ish. Ngazama, minangazwagnina, because you guys started out on Monday. Uh, yeah, picket line. Uh, yeah, on Tuesday. How, how's that been? Uh, and I guess the other question uh, uh, that might come is around some of the reports that we've heard of the latest developments on that score. So start us off on Tuesday, uh, where you signaled mm-hmm. this indefinite strike on the back of a dispute in the steel and engineering sectors. Yes, indeed. So as you correctly stated... Oh, sorry about that. In any word from the uh, uh, employer, I mean, we heard on Tuesday that uh, they had... Uh, indicated that they're still open to some renegotiation. Uh, have they reached out since? Well, yes. Um, we have actually been engaging with the employer. Um, as of last night, we had a very long engagement with FIFA. And uh, eventually, at the end of that um, process, FIFA, which is one of the biggest employer associations, made a revised proposal, which we, in fact, as I speak to you, we just we just ended a special NEC meeting mm. where we presented this proposal to the structure so that they can go back to our members starting from tomorrow and have feedback sessions so that members can engage with the proposal and decide for themselves whether they accept it um, or, you know, whatever, whatever the, however they feel about it. Um, so we're, we're allowing that process to take place for now. Um, for us, really, um, while that process happens, of course, the strike continues. But our hope, of course, is that we will find a, a resolution where all parties, um, particularly our members, can be satisfied with the final outcome, the final proposal. Okay. Now, Paramino, what do you make of this report that came out? Uh, Sowetan was leading with it earlier on this morning. Uh, around the brutal assault um, and, of course, the beating up of uh, a security guard, a, a member of uh, your, your union shot as well, um, and all of this playing itself out in Boxburg in the East Rand. Uh, what happened there? So we've the, the situation has really gotten quite hairy in some uh, areas. Mm. What we can say um, with regards to the Sowetan reports and other reports, we have received um, reports of allegations that Nusa members have allegedly been engaged in acts of violence and criminality. We want to say from the onset that as a trade union, we distance ourselves from any acts of criminality and violence. We're a law-abiding trade union, and we reiterate to our members that at all times, when they're on the picket line, they have to adhere to the picket rules. Um, law and order must be followed. We expect discipline. And we strongly urge that members do not resort to violence because it undermines the cause and distracts from what we're trying to achieve. You're actually delivering yourself to the employer mm. when you commit acts of crime. So this mm. is something that we condemn in, in the strongest terms. Um, I don't want to go into the details of saying what happened because we feel very strongly that the police must do their work um, and investigations must take place. And, of course, um, that whole process must be allowed to unfold. Um, What we also can say is that at the same time, we have experienced um, very uh, a lot of intolerance from certain employers who have deployed 
um, private security companies, and these private security companies have no understanding of picketing rules. And instead of allowing workers to picket peacefully, they agitate workers. In some cases, they shoot at workers unprovoked. Uh, We've heard reports of that happening. We heard a report yesterday of a member who was shot by police at General Electric. Mm. Um, He was shot at point-blank range with a rubber bullet Mm. and unfortunately experienced very, very extensive damage to his eye. Um, um, One of our members unfortunately passed away uh, on Monday, I'm sorry, on Tuesday. Uh, He was hit by a car, a a very angry member of the public who was upset about members picketing. Mm drove into a group of workers and um, this particular worker was, was unfortunately killed. So, you know, it's, it's been very distressing, obviously, because um, you have a situation where in some cases um, workers are being deliberately targeted um, and also at the same time, there are also, also these other reports. So really for us, we would like to try and resolve the strike as, as soon as we can and um, ensure that there is a speedy resolution to this mm. process. Pamela, what do you make of some of the concerns? I mean, there's also been reports that the motor industry is uh, rather concerned by uh, the impacts that this indefinite strike might have, not just on their supply, uh, because I would assume that they're also a customer of uh, some of the uh, uh, um, you know employers with which you've deadlocked, but also I guess if there are solidarity actions that have to follow uh, the strike as it continues, um, what are your thoughts on that? And more importantly, I guess you know on the other end, it shouldn't be your concern what the employers think. Well, of course, we're a trade union that cares about the economy, mm. and um, but we have said that, pardon me, if this strike carries on and we feel that we are not able. Um, to get the kind of settlement that we would prefer, we may resort to a secondary strike. We said that uh, early on. So we, you know, it's not surprising that they would feel that way. And of course, um, the strike itself um, is a strike in the steel sector. So um, a, a, a lengthy strike would have would mean that there would be interruptions in the supply of steel, which would affect. Uh, anyway, the auto and motor sector. Um, our concern is that we want to make sure that members are able to receive a, an increase um, and, and a settlement which they will be satisfied with. The reality is that we did not have to resort to strike action. If employers had engaged us the way that we think they should have engaged us from the beginning in a meaningful way and put a meaningful proposal from the beginning, there would have not been no need to go on strike. Mm. And I mean, at the end of the day, the people who pay for the strike are workers themselves because for every day that they're on strike, they don't get paid. So it, it, it really was an expression of extreme frustration on the part of our members who, even though they are low-wage earners, still felt so provoked that they gave up their wages in order to embark on strike action over this issue. Mm. And, and, and this could have been avoided if we had all just simply, uh, and, and yes, um, I really do think that the employer associations do have to take responsibility, particularly Niasa, um, who went out of their way to be an obstacle 
in us trying to find one another in this process. Mm, mm. Pamela, hold the line there for me for a second. We're going to take a quick spot break. Uh, but uh, when we come back, uh, I want us to continue just talking through, I guess, uh, some of the other issues and maybe broader questions as well. Uh, and the solidarity lent to uh, this particular strike uh, by other trade unions and federations as well. We'll continue after this. Yeah, seven minutes it is before 8 p.m. And I'm in conversation with the national spokesperson of NUMSA, Paramila Shubi Machola. Paramila, before we let you go, uh, we had a chance to chat to Kosatu yesterday. We've also heard uh, from other trade unions that have lent uh, some solidarity to uh, this particular strike. Uh, yeah, what do you make of that and uh, any comments on that just before we let you go? Well, we've, we've definitely really appreciated the solidarity that we've received around the strike. There's been massive, a really massive response, um, not just locally, but even internationally from organizations. Uh, we received a statement, for example, from the SACP that supported the strike. Mm. Um, we noted also that uh, SAPU, the trade union and the police in SAFTU, uh, YNITU, um we got messages from the, the Zimbabwe Trade Union, uh, the United Food and Allied Workers Union of Zimbabwe, sorry, the um, Labor Action Committee in the United States. Um, there really has been so much uh, support. I think a lot of members of the working class recognize the frustrations that our members are going through. They can relate and they understand, and this is why there has been this expression of solidarity. The fact of the matter is that workers in, here and everywhere are fed up. Mm. Um, they are the ones who've been carrying the fullness of the brunt of COVID-19. Um, it's been ordinary workers and their families that have suffered through lockdowns. And um, and really, the, that, that anger, that frustration that you saw expressing itself in the marches um, across the country is real. It's real. People have had enough. And this is why it was important that employers witness this, because you could see that even in the engagements throughout, it was almost as if they didn't take us seriously when we said we were headed for strike action. Um, and it really was only when they, uh, when we arrived at the offices of the MEIBC mm. and in, in, and there were thousands of people there um, that they were able to see and hear and feel for themselves the anger of workers. Um, and that really galvanized the talks, which is why we are at the point where we are, where we actually have a proposal on the table that members are going to be engaging with. Mm. So we really do appreciate the solidarity. Um, this is what solidarity is about. It's about ensuring that um, workers across the world unite um, across um, uh, and recognize the common struggles that they have with each other and are able to support one, one another uh, in the struggles that they have. And in so doing, we can achieve so much more. Paramile, always a pleasure catching up with you and thank you very much for your time. Thank you and thank you so much for having me on your show. Paramila Shubimachola speaks on behalf of the National Union of Metal Workers of uh, Southern Africa, uh, who are out on an indefinite strike in the steel and engineering sector. Yeah, so in the next few minutes or so, uh, four minutes it is now before 8 p.m., in the next few minutes or so, we'll go into our community focus, uh, which uh, will take us 
uh, yeah, to uh, many parts of our country. But uh, today uh, we head out to uh, Tabachweu, uh, where residents uh, yeah, are voting in the hope of getting much, much better service delivery. This is out uh, in Leidenburg in Mpumalang. And uh, yeah, saying the uh, Tabachweu municipality has failed them for years. Those are the sentiments coming through from residents. And uh, we'll also reflect on Archbishop Emeritus Desmond Tutu, who turns 90. And uh, in what has certainly been a long innings uh, for him there, uh, hitting that ninth decade. Uh, but uh, let's start off there in Tabatsuewu, out in Mpumalanga. And uh, my colleague, Tumela Matoho, uh, yeah, was out there and uh, this is what he brought back for us. That story, they're coming out of uh, Tabatsuewu municipality out in Mpumalanga. And uh, yeah, you might want to comment on that. Uh, do send us your uh, WhatsApp voice notes on 079-191-4270. 079-191-4270. You can also reach us on our studio line on uh, 89